0: Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast and welcome to our spoiler-free review for the Atom Project. Hello, I'm Jayla, but you can call me Justin, and today we're sharing our spoiler-free thoughts on the latest Netflix film, The Adam Project. Huge thanks to Netflix Canada as always for allowing us to take part in this early screening and review. Joining me today are two dudes that I'd travel through time with, Nate Shelton, Kevin Hudson. How are we, boys? Wait, are you my dad? <laughs> are you talking to Kevin, I think. <laughs> right? Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs>
1: These are references to the movie that you haven't seen yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, with that, I think we should get right into our review. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're talking about The Adam Project that hits Netflix March 11th. So this Friday, it is directed by Sean Levy. Uh, it stars Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, Walker Scobell with Katherine Keener and Zoe Saldana. Uh, this movie is about a time-traveling pilot that teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. Wow. I love I love that little log line is what they refer to it. It nice. certainly yeah, sets yeah, up everything
2: nice. that's yeah. going to happen in the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, let's start as we usually do with our discussions around what worked for you guys.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, like just talking about how it's being described, the, the sort of description that's been put out there if they were just going to be that forthcoming with what this movie is about i'm uh, it's a good choice because the movie just goes so many things happen in rapid succession there's no wasting yeah. time with anything we get to you know the 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 older self meeting the younger self it sets all that up so quickly it doesn't waste any time and so i guess the marketing that they've done cuz we talked about this The trailer, and we were wondering if they had given too much away. But the pacing of the movie—it made sense for them to show what it was about because there were other things that sort of happen in the movie that fill in the story a bit more. So yeah, I really enjoyed. uh, I think uh, the pacing was really, really good. It was, it was, it, it was fast, frenetic, and something was always going on.
1: I will say for for myself, the pacing was both great and not great. I'll get to not great later, but I, I will, I do want to just shout out like the movie is very loud. It's uh, very loud um, in terms of like just overall, like I was listening to it on like a, like a Bose soundbar and like, it was like rumbling the whole building. Uh, But I also want to say like, it was the action is, is fantastic. The choreography is fantastic. And I also want to shout out um, probably my, one of my favorite aspects of the movie was uh, Walker Scoble. I think him as young, Adam was spot on. Like he nails Ryan Reynolds voice and like quick wit so well. And the movie does a really good job kind of like you have some really fun moments between the two of them.
0: Yeah, I think I think uh, Walker Scoble was was probably the highlight for me. It's funny because because he it was almost as if he was doing his best Ryan Reynolds impersonation, because as we've discussed in the past, you know, when when Ryan Reynolds plays a role, he's just playing Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. So. Mm -hmm. You know, again, the fact that Walker would try to learn his mannerisms, his delivery, you know, you can see that they they had a close working relationship on developing this character. And uh, I think they hit the mark. I loved I loved the sort of the, the, the smart ass, sarcastic uh, lines that he delivers. He delivers them with such honesty and, and there's no sense of like overacting. Um, I think he really did strike gold with with, you know, developing the younger version of Adam.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, Ryan Reynolds doesn't play different characters. He just plays different versions of himself in anything he does. And and like Walker Scobell, yeah. this is basically, I think, his first acting role. And so to be able to jump in and not just play a character, but a character who's a younger version of a universally known character and to pull it off is such an accomplishment. Uh, he almost Ryan Reynolds so well that Ryan Reynolds has to super Ryan Reynolds in this movie just yep. to sort of keep up and, and yep. keep the moniker himself. And so that's, that's a huge shout out to the kid. Uh, I think he's got great just comedic instincts and I, and I look forward to seeing him do future work where maybe he can play a different character and not have to just be imitating somebody else, but, but take a different uh, spin with it. I think the kid's got a bright future.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think the other thing I really enjoyed too was the sort of, the nostalgia of, of the movie, it, it it was very reminiscent of the sci-fi adventure films of, of of past and, you know, very emblem, if you will. I think as we get into what didn't work, there's movies that have done it better. yeah uh, You know, this movie doesn't really strive to reinvent the wheel with it, but it, it does really kind of hit with blending sci-fi adventure and a story that has heart, in my opinion. Sean Levy directed this movie. who also directed uh, Free Guy and... And if, if you think of these these movies as almost two sides to the same coin, you know, these are both those kids' movies, but you know, where we talked about free guy is Really hitting with that gaming culture, that TikTok culture that like it was really made for young people. This definitely is made for young people, but it's also made for the adults that might be sitting in the room with those young people to watch this movie. So there, there's a sense of enjoyment. And I, and I like the moral story that encompasses this, uh, albeit it might have some holes in it. Uh, I just think that compared to something like Free Guy that was just be yourself, that seems very standard and typical to all kids' movies. I appreciated that there was a little bit more effort put in trying to root this in, in something that was uh, tangible for, for the audience.
1: Yeah, and, and you, you brought up this the aspect of nostalgia, and I think, you know, I always love to to chat up the music in, in the movies that we watch and the properties that we, we enjoy, and I think the music in this was very... Um, Spielberg, or I guess I should say, like Williams-esque, like John Williams-esque, but not. It, it wasn't very. Yeah, the score was was great. It just wasn't very. There wasn't an aspect to it that was fully memorable, but it did bring up a lot of the the nostalgic vibes throughout the movie. Yeah, but
2: I don't think this was a score-based movie, right? This was far more of a soundtrack-based movie, which we're seeing a lot uh, recently. I mean, I know it's nothing new, but certainly recently it does feel like act or directors are are trying to find their. Their chance to say this is the movie I grew up with and loved, and I'm going to base stories around it. Uh, you know, we see that a lot with James Gunn in particular. Uh, I will just quickly touch on what you mentioned there, Just. I'm not sure if necessarily this is or Free Guy was a kids' movie so much as a a family adventure. I mean, both are rated PG-13, so these clearly aren't meant for for you know ten year olds necessarily. And and I think the, the the science alone in this one, you know, anytime you try and tackle uh, time travel it could be very very sticky and you sort of look at it and go does it work and I I'm wondering if you guys might bring up issues with that in things that didn't work for you Uh, but I found they did a good enough job of creating excuses for how things worked that it just made the story work and so while it was convenient at least the time travel at least by the rules they defined made sense
0: yeah, I, I think I think one thing that, that I enjoyed was this the the sort of meta qualities to some of the lines. Like there is one where they where younger Adam is trying to figure out the whole time travel thing and he, he brings up the multiverse, right? And and that's such a hot hot topic given totally you know, all the movies and stuff like that. And that's even called out. Like we've watched too many movies. So I enjoyed that. They had some fun with trying to explain their iteration of of what time time travel looks like i don't necessarily know if it was all justified but uh you know I, I think it's it's interesting you know we saw something a bit more nolan-esque with the idea of the wormhole um you know which is is very much more i think factual i guess in terms of if time travel was a thing it would be some sort of a, a wormhole continuum of, of some sort so uh I, I i give them points for trying
1: i i and so I think the, the kids are going to really enjoy this movie. They're going to enjoy the action. They're going to enjoy the spaceships. And I mean, listen, if this came out back when I was a kid, I could have easily seen this as a classic time-traveling action movie where I felt like I was a part of it because there's a kid in it, right? And and that's awesome. And that's cool that it can maybe do that for, for kids of today. But honestly, it 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 just – it references – it actually references a lot of the movies that it's it's sort of emulating and it doesn't live up to any of them and so it almost sure. works against it where it does consistently say oh what about this movie or you know this movie it's like that like they literally have lines like that in the movie and even to the point of the music i mean guardians of the galaxy right like that's we're all thinking it so so watching watching this movie and, and seeing it go through I know that again there's an argument that kids need those movies for them growing up and they might not necessarily want to go back and watch the originals but even you know even when they're referring to them it just it constantly pulled me out of this movie to be thinking about other movies and it was a, kind of a, a big part that really didn't work for me there
0: for sure um but you know it sounds like we're we're getting into uh, what didn't work so so let's let's talk about that i think my one of my biggest things was uh, sort of the, the, the uh, you were kind of hinting at it, Nate, is the the lack of commitment to the narrative.
1: Well, we, you know, we'd brought it up earlier, Kevin, you mentioned the pace of the movie. And I think f- that was probably the number one issue that I had was, was yes, I love that it got right to it. I think the movie starts off and I'm like, oh, this is, this is pretty original, but it quickly trips over its own feet in trying to provide a ton of expo- expositional dialogue. And by the end, I didn't understand the motivations of the antagonist, who's played by Catherine Keener, who I think does a serviceable job as a, as a villain. But I just, I didn't, I didn't know what her goals were. And not only that, but the moments where they did kind of, you know, sit down and take a breath for us to explore these characters and their motivations. Most of it just felt really hollow to me, where there's this like attempt at like heartfelt moments. And I was just like, I don't know any of you. Enough to feel the way you do right now, and so I get that the movie's fast paced. I get that they pace it that way to kind of keep the attention of a younger audience, but it really those those instances felt lackluster because of how fast it was moving.
2: I hear you there, but I mean, we are talking about an hour and thirty eight minute long movie here where we're it's a it's an action adventure, and I think I found that the the moments of sincerity, especially between the family was was heartfelt and deserved and earned by the end of the movie. Um, and in terms of the, the, the villain's motivation, we probably can't discuss that here without giving away spoilers, but I will say it was pretty simple. It was pretty basic, and it was a one-note sort of mission, and they said what it was. And whether you thought it was enough to justify everything that happens is another thing, but I do think they at least laid it out there, again, whether that's justifiable or not. Um, I will say for, for myself... This de-aging thing might get old real quick if we're going to see it in every other movie. And I think it requires a really substantial budget to pull off. And I think it, it it should only be used when absolutely necessary. And I don't know if it was pulled off really well here or was even necessary. I mean, I think it's probably a lot easier to hire a younger actor and age them up if you want to have two versions of a character rather than... Trying to insert it in a movie here where the budget wasn't necessarily there or put in the right places,
1: and it doesn't work it as shows. a result. And it shows, or just, shows that, or just yeah. age up the age up the actor that is portraying that's saying, yeah. the age, younger right, that's like, a younger like
2: just, actor and age them up versus finding an older yeah. actor and trying to de-age <laughs> them. It, it doesn't need to happen all the time,
1: right?
0: Another similarity to something like Free Guy is is the lack of, of motivation from the antagonist. The antagonist is just there to be the antagonist, but there is just no real understanding uh, to their motives and, and what they're actually trying to achieve. Um, so I, I'm totally with you. I think that was the weakest part of this, this movie was actually having... Uh, an antagonist there was no threat in my opinion The 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 threat that was there was was non-existent Um, and yeah the de-aging at times it was really hard to like look at Um, and and to your point I think that it shows that they didn't necessarily go full tilt with the budget to like do it it looked very video game ask at times so uh, it's unfortunate that uh, that didn't work out better
2: and I will say this might be nitpicking, but another moment that really bugged me um, involved uh, m- magnets and 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 metallic objects and it reminds me of the old Vin Diesel uh, classic triple X and in the in the main final <laughs> showdown with the bad guy, he's in this red hot boiler room and he's got a heat-seeking missile and the bad guy's smoking a cigarette. And this heat seeking missile in this steaming hot boiler room is able to pinpoint on the cigarette and not any of the other heat sources around them. And there's right. use of magnets here, um, and there's metallic objects everywhere, and only some are being attracted to this source. I don't know. We can't give anything away here, but it was just a really weird I, not weird, just poorly executed, in my opinion,
1: sort of turn of events and action sequence. But I think, again, this is where there's, there's almost like this – it's almost like their commitment to the type of movie that it is was both good and bad for it. In the sense that, like, they're like, "Oh, it's you know, it's a it's a fun action movie. We can we don't have to be uh, give too much motivation to our our villain. We don't have to slow down and give too much character growth for these characters. We don't have to um, you know provide enough understanding of the rules in terms of how it works. We can just sort of make up these little excuses. And on some occasions they work, and on a lot of the occasions they they don't. So, I, again, I think it for me again it all comes down to." pace and the fact that like again this can be described as a family movie i don't think is a good enough excuse because <laughs> i think there's much better movies that this movie references um that again it doesn't live up to and i don't necessarily know if they're exactly trying to live up to it but when you constantly remind me of it not just through your visuals and your vibes but literally saying the movie titles in the movie it's going to pull me out so so yeah i i just I, I couldn't get with this movie as much as I wanted to because I, I did really like a, a lot of the 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 ingredients that were there.
0: Mm. Cool. Awesome. Well, with that, let's get into our final thoughts and score, which we will be rating out of five 12-year-old versions of yourself. You got <laughs> okay. that? Okay. Cool. Nate, why don't you uh, kick us off here?
1: Yeah, man. This movie is a roller coaster in good ways and bad ways. Uh, it's dumb and it's fun the action there are some moments in this movie when it comes to action that are really cool like the it's shout stellar. out to the choreography in this movie yeah. especially with with Zoe Saldana like she kicks ass in this movie and it's so much fun to watch but unfortunately it it just it moves so fast that it comes off as hollow at times and it uses these ingredients and literally calls out movies that um, it just doesn't come close to matching the quality of. Uh, at times, I honestly couldn't decide if I was watching a really high-budget Hallmark movie or a low-budget sci-fi channel movie. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's just how I feel. And both of I those just, are terrible.
2: I... yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> For sure, for sure. Again, this was never as good as those movies it describes, but it was never as, as I guess, terrible as what I just mentioned of, of like a low-budget or, or a high-budget Hallmark movie or, or what have you. But it... it it just, it, I got the vibes from it in a lot of those scenes, especially the heartfelt scenes where I just felt not enough. I didn't feel enough from these characters, and they're, they're yeah, phenomenal didn't actors. They didn't,
0: yeah, they didn't, they didn't make you care enough, essentially.
1: Essentially, and it's just, I think a lot of that has to do with how fast they just clip through the movie. So I'm giving this uh, three out of five. Two of them are missing. We'll have to, we'll have to see if we can find them. But <laughs> three out of five year old versions of myself.
2: Uh, wow, I, I almost feel like I have to jack my score up more than i was going to originally give it just to sort of combat that because i think you might have been a bit too harsh on what is a netflix movie we have to remember this is this is the first shouldn't matter of netflix's big slate of movies that they teased in their teaser trailer that we talked about earlier this year and honestly for a free movie on netflix i thought this was fantastic this this far exceeded what i was kind of expecting from the movie especially because we've already seen a ryan reynolds netflix movie that had a huge budget and really disappointed i thought other than some some questionable cg on a de-aging on a de-aged character um i thought the the special effects looked great you mentioned the choreography the fights were awesome and like super fun and silly in all the right ways, I thought this did do a, a neat job of sort of throwing back to those 80s, early 90s sort of family adventure movies. Um, and and the references didn't bother me. I'm always okay with that, especially when you've got Ryan Reynolds, you know, hamming it up as he only he can, saying, no, 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 we're not talking about those movies. It was almost like they were making fun of the fact that they aren't like those movies, rather than trying to say, right. hey, look, we're in the same category as these movies. And then just just in terms of addressing the, the 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 whole story of family, I thought it had the perfect amount of that in the story, given the amount of time that was was the the movie ran. It, it it did enough to set these characters up and and why they felt the affinity for each other that they did, without getting overly schmaltzy to tell the story, but not overburden it with these sort of complicated emotions. Uh, yeah. So again, yeah. based yeah. on my expectations alone and. If this is what we're going to get from these fun little hour and a half long movies from Netflix that are free with our monthly subscription, I'm for this all day, every day of the week. Um, and so for that alone, I'll, I'll give a, a higher score than I probably was going to originally. I'm going to give this a 4.2 out of five 12-year-old versions of myself.
0: Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, I'm, I'm definitely on the same sentiment as Kevin. And I think it's funny because Kevin and I were on the same sentiment about free Guy. Where Nate, you really enjoyed that because it spoke mm-hmm. to you. It was all about the gaming culture, and it, it very much yeah. was for you. You're here. Kevin and I do have an affinity and appreciation for these sci-fi adventure movies. That it definitely feels it's referencing those to a certain degree. And I agree with with Kevin. This mo- this movie was fun for what it was. It was a sci-fi adventure film with time travel at the core of it. In many ways, this this feels very nostalgic to the movies we grew up with. However, this movie isn't perfect. The villain is is incredibly weak and presents like really no threat at all to the story and I, I, I was very underwhelmed by that piece but that being said film does hit its mark with the story about love loss healing and built on the premise of, of time traveling and, and bridging the worlds of the past and the future I, I, I think while there are some missteps um, in the movie it does stick to landing with a message that's, in my opinion, better than the message that Free Guy had, uh, which was just be yourself. It's just very, felt very generic. Um, yeah, it, it was a blast from the past. It, it, it feels like something that in my younger days I would have loved to have watched over and over again. And I got to say, you know, Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy, they make a very much a, a strong duo. I, I'd like to see them do some more, uh, you know, scaled productions like this with maybe some better writing attached to it. Uh, That's all really. Um, But yeah, I'm gonna give this a four out of five 12 year old versions of myself. Awesome. Well, that's it for our spoiler free review for the Atom Project hitting Netflix March 11th. And we would love to know what you think uh, once it hits the streaming platform. Did you like it? Are, are, are we completely wrong? Are we right? Let us know at wearegeekcentric@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Or if that's like a blast from the past, you can hit us up on Twitter at geekcentricyt or uh, hit us up on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. Uh, keep in mind we have a ton of other episodes right now out for you you to enjoy covering the world of film and television we have our spoiler-free reviews for fresh and turning red we have our spoiler filled review for the batman uh we also have this week in geek where uh kevin and, and nate the big boys club discuss uh, all things news and trailers and we just dropped our trailer drop for the obi-wan kenobi series so definitely check those out and feel free to leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed nate kevin Thank you so much. Uh, And as we say.
2: Love ya. Get home safe, guys.
0: Peace.